You are unique. There's no other person on the planet who is exactly like you. And you were created this way on purpose. The Bible says Jesus came to give us not just life, but life to the full. This podcast is dedicated to helping you learn about who God made you to be and how to live life to the full. We're so glad you stopped by. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Uniquely You podcast. I'm Emily Honey, and I am here, as always, with my wonderful mom, Charlie Glenn. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about fives. So I know we're really excited to hear about that. But first, we're going to talk about our good things. So what are some good things going on in your life, mom? We kind of talked beforehand about some things. What if those are good things? <laughs> well, the best thing of all right now here where I live is that my air conditioner is running well because yes. it's like 91 and feels like 101 here. Yeah. Yeah, it's 92 here and feels like 103. I am not a fan. I understand people in like the North love summer. That's probably because their winters are really cold. I think our winters are like their summers. Like I like winter better because, <laughs> you know, it's only like in the 40s or something here, whereas it's probably really cold there. So yeah, well, working air conditioner is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes. And I am not a fan, but I definitely have ceiling fans going. Also. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> but I'm bum. <laughs> wow. That was very dad joke of you to make right there. It was pretty bad. Good one. Yeah. Also good, good things, just, you know, texting with my small group from church. I have really two small groups. One is with young adults, but this one is with people my age. <laughs> so nice. Um, it was just good scripture going back and forth and encouragement and prayer requests this morning. Yeah, that is good. Let me think. My good things. I like there are a lot of good things. Jeremy's been off this week. That's been nice just to have him home and doing stuff at home. We're not really doing anything super crazy exciting, but I like that. I am not the kind of person who likes to do super crazy exciting things. So (laughs) staying home, doing stuff at home together and around where we live, I think is good, especially right now because um, in the Dallas area, the numbers for confirmed COVID cases are going up like record highs every day of new cases. It was like close to 700 new cases yesterday. So I feel like it's good to do things like kind of close to home, not to be out running around trying to do all the things, spreading all the germs, or I guess being exposed to all the germs, just keeping our germs to ourselves. So, so that's been good. I've been enjoying that. It's been nice to have him home and do some fun things together as a family. And we're going to take a little trip for the weekend and see my in-laws and spend some time with them. So that'll be good. I'm sure we won't like go do things out in Shreveport where they live, but we'll just be with them at their house. And they have a pool, so that'll be really fun. The boys are super excited to go swimming. That'll be good. Leaving tomorrow. Going to be fine. So those are good things going on in my life. Um, Do you shoot off fireworks when you're at their house? Uh, typically, yes. So we'll see how it goes because my kids go to bed way earlier than like their cousin 
there and, you know, obviously then my in-laws and we eat dinner way earlier. Like they don't eat dinner until like seven or seven thirty, which my kids go to bed at like seven thirty or eight at the latest. So we'll see how it goes if they do fireworks or not, because it's not dark until really late. And if they swim, they definitely need to be in bed on time because they don't nap. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We may make them nap if we are going to do fireworks. We're going to let them stay up for fireworks. I'm sure that next week when we get back, people will be exhausted, mostly the children, because they'll just play and play and play. They're going to have a great time. They are. We're all going to have a great time. It's going to be good. Well, that's true. You all are. I'm so, going to have a peaceful time. You're going to have a peaceful, firework-free. I don't know. I haven't talked to my next-door neighbors yet. So Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll uh, figure they, it out. They like to do some fireworks, so we'll yeah. see how it goes. It's really dry here and hot. Mm. So that means... Could be a ban on that then. Lots of time to water the yard and water down the roof of the house and stuff like that before that just, fireworks. Yeah. Doesn't seem worth it to me, but you know, I, similar to the fives, don't necessarily have a lot of energy and things that take a lot of energy, I don't feel like are worth it (laughs) Um, because I have apparently a pretty strong five wing. So let's talk about the fives. Yeah, great (laughs) takeaway there. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I I was like, I don't know how we're going to get this back on track. I'm not even sure we've really gone off the beaten path, but here we are, back to the fives. So yeah. they're called, let's talk about them. They're called the investigative thinkers. And I really just, I love the fives. Like I said, I have a strong five wing. So I really can relate to a lot of things that the fives go through. And they're probably some of the most skeptical people like in life. Um, if you are listening to this and thinking like this Enneagram thing, doesn't seem like a real thing. It's probably not super helpful. It might be a scam. You know, if you're thinking that kind of thing, you might be a five because fives tend to be really skeptical um, because they're researchers. They're deep thinkers. They are really perceptive. They observe a lot. They're very innovative, um, but they can also be really secretive and isolated. So it's, um, it's really interesting to see fives especially in regards to the Enneagram, because I feel like out of most numbers, they're the most skeptical and hesitant about um, really buying into it per se. Um, So why don't you tell us some about fives, mom? All right. I think about um, myself as a nine a lot when I'm working with fives because they have so many similarities as far as low energy and things like that. But we have to remember what is the underlying point that gives us our type is our core motivation. Yes. And so the difference between the five and the nine and low energy or any two numbers that seem similar to you uh, are the core motivations. How do you deal with that? So talking about the fives and their low energy, unlike the nines, they tend to measure out their energy for the day. They look ahead and at the day and see what they have to do. And then they know how yeah. much energy they have to expend to take care of that. And they have kind of an idea of when they're going to burn out or they're going to need to go and recharge. And, and recharging for them is usually being alone. Yeah. So 
they only have so much to give. They, they really conserve their energy. And you can think of it as if you've ever been away from home with your cell phone and you don't have a charger and you're not going to be anywhere near a charger and you look down and it's at like 25% and you're like, okay, I have to really only use this phone for needed things. I'm right. not going to be playing on it, looking at a lot of messages, anything like that. I'm going to be like and, FaceTiming somebody or yeah, doing yeah. a live stream Instagram right. I'm, post. I'm going to have to conserve my power on my phone for what's necessary until I can get back to a charger. That's kind of how a five looks at their day. I have to conserve my energy till I can get back and recharge. And so that makes a lot of sense to me because they, and they probably don't love surprises or to be interrupted because they have their energy kind of planned out. So if they have something unexpected come up, it's going to threaten to deplete their energy more quickly, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would say so because they definitely have it designated for what they have to get done that day. And I guess I wanted to just clarify too, as a nine looking at the five and going, oh yeah, I have low energy too. But my energy tends to be my motivation for that is I'm just constantly using all my energy to keep the peace and to merge right. in with everybody else. Right. So that's where I lose, you know, my energy is doing all that. So definitely two different motivations for what's going on. So they don't have a lot of energy, but let's talk about how they're part of the head triad. They're definitely deep thinkers. Mm -hmm. These people can just be in their head a lot to the neglect of their feelings and their body, just, you know, other, other things. So they love to be alone and think through things. They, unlike nines, they don't forget who they are. They just prefer to observe what's going on and process through that later when they're alone. They have core fears of being obligated to someone. They are afraid of annihilation, emptiness, incompetence, being ignorant, overwhelmed, dependent, or invaded. You know, you look at that and you kind of go, or you listen to that and kind of go, well, they're kind of control freaks over their time (laughs) (laughs) and their energy and their interest. But their core desire is to be capable and competent. And to be capable and competent, they have to observe, they have to process, and that takes time alone. And they have to have energy to be able to do those things. Right, exactly. Their core weakness is avarice. This is an old word. It's not used much anymore. In English, it usually means greed for money, but that is not at all how it's used on the, for the fives. They are hoarding resources. So they have a greediness as far it's related to hoarding those resources like material resources, which not necessarily they might not hoard those that they could, but it's definitely like hoarding resources like time and knowledge and energy because they're afraid of being empty and dependent. So avarice follows their core fear very closely. It's a way they try to keep from running out of resources and being empty or dependent on somebody else. 
As a member of the head triad, their emotional struggle is fear. And everyone in that triad obviously struggles with fear. They have a different way of struggling with it. And fives often try to combat fear by gaining knowledge. They feel mm -hmm. like the more they know, they have control of things and it gives them a sense of security. If they can learn enough about something, then they don't have to be afraid of it. There's a theory that I teach and it's um, really more about social interactions than about just all circumstances, but it's called the uncertainty reduction theory. And it basically says that in new situations or social interactions, people will try and reduce their uncertainty before entering that situation. Like, and there are different ways to observe, like there's passive, active, and interactive ways that you can observe to gain knowledge about the situation and reduce your uncertainty. And so basically in this theory, the way it explains this is that when your situations are less uncertain, there's less anxiety for people. So people feel more secure going into situations when they have more information, when there's less uncertainty, when they've reduced that uncertainty by basically gathering information. And so this feels like it's especially true for fives, right, mom? <laughs> it does sound that way. It makes me think, yeah, they're, they're really not spontaneous. That I'm sure would be very, throw a big wrench in their schedule for the day, their energy level especially if it's a spontaneity around something they're not informed a lot about, that's right. got to be fearful for them. Because they're not sure how much energy or internal resources it will require. So um, yeah, they don't they're know afraid of like this catastrophic depletion of yeah. energy and resources. Very, very fearful for them. Situation. Sometime in their past when they were growing up, they began to internalize the message that it's not okay to be comfortable in the world and that Possibly they also took on the message that they're not capable of handling life and relationships. So when they get into that average to unhealthy space emotionally, they detach themselves from people and really hide instead of facing the world. Because it's easier to conserve your resources if you're not having people. People are messy and people interrupt and <laughs> change things. From what I've read, I understand fives really like routine, which makes sense to me. Um, makes their lives, you know, easier, predictable, easier to plan out that energy. But when you get other people involved, it can mess those things up. So it makes sense that if they're a, in an average to unhealthy space that they may pull away from people because the people are what make things, other people are what make things harder for them sometimes. So really for fives to be healthy, they need to be able to believe and trust that God sees their needs and will meet those needs. Right. Um, and that, that can be really hard because not all fives are intelligent. They're all very observant, but a lot of fives are really intelligent um, and also very observant. And so I feel like sometimes when you're super intelligent and you rely a lot on your own understanding, it can be hard to have that trust and belief in God and that faith really that he's going to provide in ways that you can't see and can't control. And I really know that because I have dealt with that before as someone with a five wing. So, um, so I understand that entirely. It's hard to believe and have faith in God to provide. For, for things. And so when fives feel like they have this lack and they need to hold on to the little that they have, they can trust that God has an abundance of whatever they lack 
to provide for them. This is just a really, this is a really healthy place for fives to be. And fives are, I know, I feel like it sounds like they're not super fun. They are super fun. So let's talk about what they look like when they're healthy because they have some really good friends who are fives and they are so much fun. They are delightful people to be around. So let's talk about how they look in health, mom. That is so true. They really can be fun. As I said, they tend to be in their minds so much that they kind of disconnect from their bodies and their feelings. But when a five is truly healthy and able to trust God for their needs emotionally, for their energy level needs, and for really, I think probably if I were a five, the hardest thing would be for me were all the life surprises that come along and, mm -hmm. and mess up my routine. So to be able to know that God has those, that he's never surprised by those, and that he's going to provide them with the energy to be in that situation when that change comes about, he's going to be there holding them, providing for them what they need through the power of the Holy Spirit, then they can be so much fun to be around with. Fives are actually, when they're this kind of healthy, they let themselves feel emotion and they can be very present in the moment mm -hmm. instead of strictly observing and processing it later. So that's mm -hmm. a really good, healthy thing. Fives are extremely capable people. They're very capable of brilliant ideas. They look at things from their own, well, as we all, all types do, we have our own perspective, but they look at just what we would consider normal things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And they can come up with these great ideas and solutions to problems Yeah, because they just don't accept the norm when yeah. they're processing through it. So that's pretty cool about fives. If you have fives who are friends, sometime you might throw in the conversation and say, hey, I just want to hear what kind of ideas run through your head. Do yeah. you have any inventions in there? <laughs> I, that'd just be really fun to know what you've been thinking about. Just something yeah. you might enjoy doing with your five friends. Their healthy characteristics are being analytical, persevering. You know, most of us are very impatient, but they persevere through and work through the job mm, or yeah. learn the process. They're sensitive, wise, objective, perceptive, and curious. When they're healthy, they display really positive characteristics of the eight on the Enneagram diagram. And that's really cool because fives are kind of... Um, not as self-confident as you would think they are with all the mm. knowledge they have. But when they're healthy, they become more self-confident and decisive like an eight. They get in touch with their body and get active with it. And that may be through exercise or it might be through some kind of mindfulness activities that involve being aware of your body, yeah. which is really good for them because when we're always in our head, you're out of balance. They can't forget they still have this body attached to them. That's really important and exciting to see when they're healthy. And they trust their instincts more when they're healthy. They can be more assertive and confident. Like we said, they can be fully present and confident. And so it's yeah. pretty cool to see a five when they're really in their strong place of health. And that's a really interesting 
place for fives to go because fives being like on a, the lower energy end go toward the healthy side of the eight and eights are on the highest energy end. So that's yeah. really cool for them to display healthy eight characteristics. That's really neat. Them being fully present is such a gift to those of us around them. Like I said, I have several friends who are fives and just them being in a healthy space is so much fun. Like mom was saying with their different perspective, they are so funny because that's what makes good comedy is saying something that's surprising and they have such a strange and unique perception of the world that it makes uh, for really funny conversation. They can say things that are really surprising, just really hilarious. They're also really great to work with when they're in a healthy space because they have such a great depth of knowledge. Like they love to learn. They love to understand things and their ability to, to look at it in a different way and solve problems is going to be really helpful in a work team setting. They're going to really contribute a lot to a group and that just makes them super valuable. They're independent workers, that, so they don't need to be micromanaged. So if they're working on a team, they're going to take their part and do it. You will not have to worry about whether or not someone who's a five <laughs> will complete their tasks. They will. Right. They will get it done. They're just, they're really great. They're really fun to be around. And they're also more flexible and more interruptible because they're not as worried about this catastrophic energy depletion or resource depletion because they're relying on the Lord to provide those things. They can really balance participation and observation better. So they still are going to observe because they're natural born observers. They're not going to stop doing that, but they're going to be able to balance that, like mom said, with participating um, and see themselves as part of the environment instead of this aloof observer who's outside of the environment. It's really cool. And they'll be willing to share that knowledge and those observations with the people around them. So again, if you're in a work situation, they'll be observing. And then if they observe something that they think is pertinent, they're going to share that with the group. And that's could be a game changer. Could And it will probably be super helpful. It's really, really great to see a five in a healthy space because they are just so much fun and so thoughtful, so helpful, so funny. <laughs> so I feel like there are probably a lot of comedians who are fives because fives just see things in such a unique way that it's so funny to be like, to be able to hear their, their ideas and their ways of looking at things. Just really, really funny. That but, would be interesting to find out. Yeah, it would be interesting what to find out. the comedians are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like most comedians are probably really deep thinkers. Like, right. But they just share their funny things. They don't share their serious things necessarily. That's some of the great things about fives when they're emotionally healthy, when they're spiritually healthy, when they're spending time with the Lord. That's just a really great place, obviously, for anyone to be is in a healthy space. Stress happens. It can be, it's definitely not intentional we can all get to places of stress. So let's talk about what fives look like when they're in stress. Well, when they are stressed and feeling their worst emotionally, they can come across as intellectually arrogant. Well, not just come across, they will be intellectually arrogant, right. stubborn, distant, critical of others, unassertive, and cynical. Those are definitely signs that your five friends or yourself as a five, you're not in a healthy place. They develop a scarcity mentality 
because they're depending more on themselves instead of on the Lord. So they can get trapped into believing there's not enough of something or they yeah. can tend to withdraw and observe more than they tend to interact. Watch for those things. They will also compartmentalize areas of their lives much more rigidly if they're stressed because they're trying to keep things separate and divided up so that they can keep them under control. They can conserve their energy. They don't have to worry about them meeting and interact. Like they don't have to worry about like someone from work and someone from their family interacting and them having to put out the energy to manage that interaction. They don't have to worry about that if they keep things compartmentalized. They're just not very flexible or interruptible when they're stressed. That's, that's not healthy for them. It's not healthy probably for you to be interrupting a five. Right. <laughs> Even if they're healthy, they don't like yeah. to be interrupted, but they're more okay with it. So yeah. when they're unhealthy, it's very not okay. On the Enneagram, when they're not healthy, they move toward the negative side of the sevens. And so they become hyperactive and scattered which seems really strange because they're so focused and so, I don't know, I feel like a lot of fives when they're really healthy are calm. They yeah, know what they are. They, but when they're not healthy, they're hyperactive and they can't focus on things. They impulsively take on new projects, which could overextend their energy level. They become unfocused and distracted. So They take on the characteristics of an unhealthy seven when they are stressed. Watch out for those guys because, you know, as all of us, we don't see see ourselves when we're stressed as well as those around us do. And fives are really one of the few types of people who can be truly objective when they're in health. And so when they're not healthy, which is what mom was saying, I think about the calm when they're in health, they can seem very calm and, you know, and they are because they're just trying really to be objective and they're very good at it when they're unhealthy. That's really hard for them to do, which is why they get that scattered hyperactiveness going on. Fives are really driven by a desire to understand things. Um, Like mom said, they want to, we talked about the uncertainty reduction theory. They want to have knowledge so they can have control and they can make sure that they don't have this depletion of resources, time, energy. It could even be money, etc. And so when they're in stress, they're feeling that those resources are threatened and they don't like to be imposed upon. Like we talked about, they don't like to be interrupted. So if you see your five is struggling, don't just try and walk up and start a conversation with them about it because that's going to feel like an imposition. That's going to feel like an interruption. It's going to feel like an intrusion into their privacy because they're going to withdraw. Remember when they're unhealthy, they're going to pull away to try and conserve their energy. So instead of just trying to have a conversation spontaneously about it, try and set up a time with them when you can discuss it so that they feel they have the energy and the resources they need to talk about it. It doesn't have to be like two weeks from now, we're going to have a conversation, but it could be like, you seem kind of stressed. Could we maybe talk about that? When would be a good time for you? Maybe this afternoon or tomorrow. I'd love to know what's going on with you. And that'll give them time to prepare. And then they won't feel 
like you're imposing on them. And hopefully they won't be irritated <laughs> by you. They'll see it as a genuine desire to help them in their struggle. So ways that we can help our fives in stress besides just respecting and not intruding on their, their time and their resources is just, like I said, gently let them know that you see them struggling. Fives really fear being incompetent. So remind them that they don't have to solve a problem all on their own. Being able to solve something by yourself or rather not being able to solve something by yourself doesn't make you incompetent. It doesn't make you uninformed. It makes you human because exactly. we, we all need help. And so maybe you can help them with this problem. And if not, maybe you can find someone and definitely God can help. So we can always, the next thing, encourage them to remember that God has enough to provide for them and that he can help. He's bigger than the circumstances. Philippians 4.19 is a great place to point them to. It says, my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I just, I love that verse because it's, God is so much richer. He has all the things. <laughs> we have such a tiny amount comparatively. And so it's a good reminder for all of us, but especially for fives, that God is providing for them out of his wealth, out of his richness and fullness. Whereas a five feels like they have this scarcity of resources. If they are believers, they have access to this richness and this wealth and this fullness. And so they don't have to believe that they have a scarcity or a lack because they don't. They have access to fullness in Christ. And this can be really hard for them because they want to be autonomous. They are very independent and they don't want to need anyone's help. And they don't want to have to give help to other people in return, especially when they're not healthy. And so it can feel like it's going to use up too much of the resources that they have, but God didn't create us to be self-sufficient. Another good reminder for all of us, but for fives, is that no matter how competent we are or how independent or how able we are, we all need Christ. We can't do it without him. And I think we've talked about this previously, but any resources that we do have, have come from the Lord. So any ability, any competency, those have been given to us from God. So the next thing is just to, like I was just saying, remind them that God gave them their abilities and that he's going to use them for his glory. Only God is omniscient. And this is just a fancy way of saying that only God knows everything. They don't have to know everything. They don't have to be completely competent and capable because they know the one who is. Also, you probably want to give them some space. So after you've had this conversation, you've been encouraging them, you want to back off a little bit. Give them time because they're going to need time to process this. This is going to be really hard for some of us who aren't fives, especially some of us who may be feeling types twos, threes, and fours may struggle to just like back up and give some space. Um, but fives need to be alone to process and recharge. So letting them have that time is super helpful for them. So don't expect them to respond necessarily super pleasantly to you. They may become cynical and judgmental and accusatory of you when they're in an unhealthy place, or they may just not respond at all. They may just kind of clam up and just listen and then be like, okay, what else did you want to say to me? And that's it. And so they may feel very cold. They have, it's, the, it's definitely a possibility that they may be 
colds and even unresponsive to you. But our job in loving our fives well is to display the um, fruit of the spirit, especially patience and kindness when trying to encourage them to be healthy. So it's our job to be loving and to be patient and to be kind, even if they're responding coldly to us. Giving them that space and time to process will probably lead them, hopefully, to a place where they see that they are in an unhealthy spot and are willing to kindly and lovingly discuss that with you or with someone else or with the Lord and try and move back towards health, which leads us to, of course, pray for them with them, apart from them, um, especially before you go into a conversation with them. Pray for your relationship with them and pray specifically for them to see God's abundance in their lives, to see how God has given them more time, more energy, more money, more whatever, more resources than they feel like they have. Just spending a lot of time in prayer for our fives before prayerfully approaching them. And then even as they're processing, even as you're giving them that time, being in prayer for their ability to process things and to take things to the Lord. Those are some ways that we can encourage and love our fives when they're in stress. So what else do we need to know about fives, mom? You know, fives, they're not ruled by their feelings. So like the twos, threes, and fours. It might be a little difficult sometimes if you are in a relationship with a five. They're not going to be very effusive in their praise and expressions of love. They'll probably, you know, I've (laughs) I've jokingly heard of couples where uh, they'll be talking several years after getting married about, well, he never tells me he loves me. And he's like, I told you that when we got married. Why do I have to tell you that again? Right. It doesn't change. I still love you. Yeah. No, kind of so a, <laughs> yeah. I might be kind of like that. They're probably not going to give a lot of compliments. They're probably not going to tell you they sure. love you a lot because they don't need it. They don't need to be told those things. They don't need a lot of compliments and affirmation. So that can be really hard, like I said, for the feeling types. If you're in a romantic relationship, you can express to them that you need to hear that a little more verbally. Right. Yeah. I know even after my husband passed away when we've been married 39 and a half years, I I just remember how hard it was to love him, for me to love him in the ways that he felt loved. You know, you have to step out of your boundaries and you have to love someone in the way that they feel loved. Right. Not the way you feel loved. And fives will have to learn that. And you, whatever your type is, will also have to do that in turn for your fives or mm-hmm. whatever numbers are in your life. Personality types. We're not just numbers, people. We are. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever. I don't want you to ever think that I consider any of you as just a number. We're so much more complex than even this tool speaks to. Fives like clear direction and expectations. So a love language for them might be don't surprise them. Let them know coming next. Let them know at work if there are meetings coming. They like to think ahead probably and keep their calendar, know what's coming because they're measuring out their energy. And as Emily said much earlier, do not micromanage them. They are so competent 
Yes, very and, competent. And love to learn. And they're going to take care of their responsibilities and do that because they enjoy it. They also collect knowledge and need time to process. So if you're in a relationship with a five, give them the freedom to be alone. Even yeah. when they're healthy, they're going to need time to process. It's okay. In some ways, we all need our space and they just need it to process and be alone and mm -hmm. recharge. Fives really need to remember once again that God is sufficient. And in Psalm 59 through 14, the scripture says, I have no need of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains and the insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all that is in it. This is a reminder of how big God is. Fives really need to remember that God doesn't need us. He wants us. And he has all these things at his disposal. And he promises to meet our needs, whether that's emotional, whether that's energy level, whether that's food and finances and clothing. He promises to meet our needs and he gives us what he gives us for us to use for his glory and for our good and our well-being. Yeah. And he's more than enough. He is more than enough and he has more than enough to provide us. And as a widow, just let me tell you that he has proved that to me time and time again. So I just want to encourage all types to remember how much God loves us. It's, yes, such a great reminder just how much God loves us. And even other people can't supply our needs fully. Only God can do that. Is there anything else we have to add about fives, Mom? One last thing I'd just like to throw in there for encouragement for fives, because they are such keen observers. Mm. They have incredible insights that can radically change the world. These yeah. are really world-changing people. Definitely. So when you are healthy as a five, and that could be a goal of yours is to stay healthy because God really uses you guys, you observers, mm -hmm. um, to see things in such a different way that you can really make a difference in our world. Definitely. Absolutely. It, you're saying they, they are world changers and it just made me think of something that I thought was um, kind of funny that um, it's assumed, we don't know for sure, but that Albert Einstein was a five. And when I was reading in the road back to you about fives, he talked about how fives often don't necessarily like care about their appearance very much. And I think it's probably because they don't want to invest their energy in their appearance. They want to invest their energy in other things, but it just made me think of Albert Einstein. And like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's why his hair was so crazy all the time. Like he <laughs> didn't care about his hair because he was putting his energy into understanding physics or whatever it was he did. Something mathy and sciencey. I'm not sure. I'm not that smart. So <laughs> anyway, if you're a five, we love you and we hope you enjoyed today's show about fives. And if you are in a relationship with a five, maybe send this to them for them to listen to. Um, maybe it can help them understand themselves more. Or if you're a five, then uh, maybe send it to the people you're in relationship with so that they can understand you better. I'm just really thankful for the fives in my life. They're some really incredible people. I 
have, after learning more about fives, I'm even more grateful for the fives in my life because I understand what a true blessing it is for them to like, let me in to their inner circle and use their energy on me. And specifically one of my really dear friends will let me call him and ask him questions and, um, for him to just let me interrupt him. I just really value that and understand how valuable that is now. Really love our fives. Really appreciate them. If you liked our show or like us as people, but not what we're talking about, either way, we don't care. Follow us on Instagram at Uniquely You Podcast and go into your podcast app and rate us five stars and leave us a comment as well as subscribe. That way, when people are looking for something like what we're doing, they can find it and more easily have access to it. You can also follow us on Facebook. Our page is just Uniquely You Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, send us a message, tag us in your posts, let us know what you're learning or what you're enjoying. And we just really appreciate you guys listening and telling us what you're learning and what you're enjoying and that kind of thing. That's super encouraging to us. So we really appreciate it when you respond to us and, and tell us about what's going on in your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We're enjoying doing this and we're just glad that you too seem to be enjoying it. So it just fuels the fire for us to keep going. For sure. If you're still trying to figure out your type or just want to know more about your type, if you haven't taken an assessment, you're welcome to take a free one from my affiliate link. That link will be in the show notes. Remember that assessments are never 100% accurate because we are so unique and so there are so many layers to us. Also, feel free to sign up for a three- three a free 30 minute (laughs) coaching session with me it's more than three minutes yes it is more than three at tandem.coach just click on the book appointment button if you know your number and you have questions about your wings or your stress and health levels just go and click on that button on my website, that book appointment button, and let's just spend 30 minutes together talking about it at no cost to you. We are looking forward to the days ahead. We've mapped out more to talk about. Yes, And in a few weeks, I hope to share with you another uh, series of coaching that I'll be offering through my website for our single listeners or for any of your single friends that you would like to start having them listen to us. Yeah. That's coming in the future. Yeah. Sounds exciting. Well, great. We have anything else to add today, mom? No, just a prayer for cooler weather. <laughs> right. <laughs> here, well, I think we're just going to have to wait it out. I don't I think know. that's going to happen anytime soon. But speaking and praying, how about you close us in prayer today? I will do that. Thanks. Father, we are just awed by your resources. The fact that you you have everything at your disposal. And as your children, you make things available for us. You empower us to go far and above our abilities through the power of your Holy Spirit. You um, have just given us so much grace and you continue to do it on a daily basis. Lord, we thank you for what we're learning about our personality types and how 
uniquely you've created each of us. Help us to use this information wisely to bring you glory and to bring you honor, to be encouraging and kind to others, to be helpful and not um, in any way to condemn or judge those around us. Father, we just pray that our time together would be fun and informative and would make a difference in our lives and the lives of our family and friends as they see us living out the personality that you've designed for us. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. We just love you guys. We're so thankful for you. And next week, we'll talk about my type sixes. So be sure and listen because I'm sure it will be very awkward and hopefully somewhat humorous. So we love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.